I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast, episode 15. Welcome back, everybody, to the Monster Cast, the podcast Happy where Monster we... Monday. Monster Mondays, even. The yeah. podcast where we discuss the monsters. Episode by episode by episode by episode and movie, maybe. All right, so this week we are discussing what to this? <laughs> uh, are we diving straight in or... Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, no, no, no. Like, what two episodes are we discussing? I'm sorry. Episodes oh, 20... Uh, episode 28 and 29. All righty. And uh, that is of season one. We are still season in one. season one, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> <I said> unfortunately. <laughs> I meant fortunately. Um, so... That, I mean, we'll be, we'll be done midway through March. Or so. Hopefully. Yeah. Providing nothing happens that right. throws us off schedule again. Right. Because <laughs> we keep getting there. <laughs> All right. So uh, real quick, everybody, if you are listening to us on your favorite podcast service, please give us thumbs up or five stars, whatever it is that you can do on said service. You can also find the MonsterCast on social media at on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and Facebook at the MonsterCast. And uh, you can also reach out to us as well um, to either be on the show or give us some of your insight of what you think that uh, how you think we're doing things like that at the monstercast at outlook.com. And um, I was also thinking, I forget there was something else I thought about earlier this week about what they could email us for. Uh, but I've totally forgotten now. <laughs> I should have written it I, down. Anything and everything. Just don't send us spam. <laughs> right. We get enough of that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and we have been email or responding to all emails that have been coming in. So thank you guys for all of those as well. Um, with that said, Tivis, shall we jump into it? <laughs> all right. Uh, no movie updates this week, unfortunately, but no. You know. Oh, yeah. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, So first episode, we're going to talk about season one, episode 28. Movie star monster aired April 1st, 1965. So an April Fool's Day episode. Uh, This the teleplay was written by Joe Connolly, Bob Mosier, and story was by James B. Alderice, who we last saw for Love Locked Out. Uh, and Jerry Paris is back, who the last episode of his we saw was Bats of a Feather. Okay. The guests this week, real short list. We mm-hmm. got Jesse White as J.R. Finletter and Walter Burke as Alfred Swanson. Awesome. And no extra stuff right now for it? Nothing that stood out to me. Okay. All right. So, uh, as Tiva said, episode 28, movie star, monster. 
A pair of con artists want to stage a phony accident as an insurance scam. When they stumble upon Herman, they realize they have found the perfect patsy. Dun dun dun. And we all know every time somebody finds Herman to do something, it, it never turns out right for them or Herman. <laughs> no, but he is the perfect patsy. <laughs> this... I feel so bad for Herman as watching this whole season so far, all 28 episodes up to this point here. This dude must have some emotional trauma from like getting his heart broken from all these different things. And we'll even see it in episode 29 too. So yeah. Yeah. And again next week, it's a heartbreaking episode or yeah. Herman heartbreak. (laughs) The Herman heartbreak is what we're calling this episode. Um, yeah, so do you want to dive in first, or do you want me to start, or? Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah, give me. Okay. One quick second here. All right. Uh, so we open up with Grandpa and Marilyn uh, eating breakfast as Eddie walks in, and, uh, you know, Lily's at, up there uh, serving out the food. Uh, she reprimands. Eddie for not keeping Spot's water dish full. He drank the neighbor's pool and the guy went to jump in and hurt himself. <laughs> How do you not realize you're missing water before you dive into your pool? Uh, You've got me, man. I, I'm sorry. That guy... <laughs> he got what was going to him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Herman, uh, Herman comes in and, you know, Lily's like, hey, uh, what are your plans for today? He's like, I'm going to go fix the car. And grandpa's like, why don't you just take it to a service station? And Herman's like, trust them. Now nah, they're scam artists. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's good to know that that hasn't changed in all these years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and before he, he, or he says that as he's sitting down, he sat down really uncomfortably. I was like, why is he sitting like that? Is he trying to look cool or what? And it comes to find out, uh, before he we find out, he said, what do you think I am? Uh, I was put together by a nut. <laughs> I just laughed because it's such a corny little line. Um, but We also know Grandpa was involved, so yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he tells him, he's like, Herman, you're all thumbs. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not. And he had to double check. <laughs> Um, but he was uh sitting down on uh oatmeal, oatmeal. It, it, yeah, he said yeah, because uh, Lily tells him not to cause problems with his weekend projects again. Yeah, and then Grandpa tells him to get out of the food. He's like, oh, I won't cause any problems. I'm like, okay, cool. Next time, you know, don't sit in the oatmeal. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you gotta wonder though with that one comment. Well, we know by now they've said it enough times that he can fall apart quite often. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many times has he like had multiple thumbs sewed onto his hand by accident? Mm-hmm. I mean, if Thank it's you. just all of his parts, unless they're finding new parts every time to replace him. I can see grandpa being a dick, though. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to replace your pinky with your other thumb. You got two pinkies and two thumbs. <laughs> yeah, as we find out in the next episode, Grandpa has plenty of bodies around. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So 
let's move on into this. So we yeah. jump over to the uh, uh the scam the artists. Scammers, yeah. I was gonna call them insurance people. <laughs> they're, they're scam artists, and their whole idea is they they get people to sign like basically an insurance bond on themselves, where the money goes to them, yeah, um, instead of to the actual victim or anything like that. And uh, in doing so, they they're wanting someone to get hit by a car, and they'll have. <laughs> Like a such a random thing. Like we're just gonna have you hit by a car, you know, no big yeah, deal. And their previous Patsy was arrested. Yeah. Well, uh, do they ever, apparently had hideous scars. Do, do they think about the fact that you know, because as we see in this episode, they're the ones hitting the person with the car. Is the insurance company is not going after the person who commits the act then? Because that's what they would do. They'd be suing the crap out of that person before insurance even tries to pay out. I don't know. Uh, it's. I mean, maybe things worked differently back then. Uh, I have no idea. Maybe that's what the uh, the 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 thing was for was to make sure that he couldn't get sued. Oh wait, that's what it was. Yeah. Although it makes no sense because you're in a car, so your car insurance should be liable for it, not... Anyways. <laughs> uh, we also find out in this conversation that uh, Mockingbird yeah. Lane connects to Maple Drive. Mm-hmm. I doubt that'll ever come up again, but it's an interesting factoid. <laughs> Is Maple Drive like a popular road in another show at the time or no? You know, I didn't look that didn't look up. It, it probably wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, mm, a quick little Google gives me nothing. So I'm going to assume not in Beverly Hills. Maple. Well, Drive they are in, in California. That makes yeah. sense. So, so they're close to Beverly Hills or they're in Beverly Hills. Dude, the monsters live in Beverly Hills. That's how I'm taking that. Uh, you know, that may come up in a future episode. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Lily asks, you know, what's in the paper today that uh, has grandpa so interested? And he's like, oh, some archaeologists are going to Transylvania. I really mm-hmm. hope they don't dig up people. I, or Lily comes in and goes, I hope they don't dig up people. So, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Grandpa's... How many people did you leave buried there? Yeah. Again. We're sticking with Grandpa's a serial killer. Yes, he definitely is. Um. All right, so uh, Herman is out changing. Well, first Grandpa sees the report of the scammer who got arrested. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Because they do a back and forth here. So yeah. uh, they see the report about the scammer and um, like. So they're aware of them in the area. At least her, uh, Grandpa and Lily and Marilyn. Lily and Marilyn, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we go outside. Then we got Herman and Eddie uh, working on the car. And they're yeah. trying Herman's- to. They're going to jack the car up. But Herman just decides to jack the jack up and then lift the car lift and slide the, car. the jack. I mean, if you could, that's the easiest way to do it. Why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he's teaching Eddie how to change the oil, mm-hmm. which is not fun. I, I've. I've learned how to do that, and I prefer to just let someone else do it. Uh, Which is there? Is there a motor on the back of their car? In that no, the motor's on the front of the 
the uh, monster coach, right? Yeah, he slides. Uh, yeah, it's a real mystery why he, he he should have gone through the front, not the back. Yeah, he should have, but maybe they couldn't get a good place to put the jack on that side. Yeah, but he's not as long as that car that go all the way up there. No, but I'm just saying for like safety reasons for for the, actor. Know, the actor. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, anyway, so I, I we, just uh, thought about that. I, I wasn't thinking about it when I was watching the show. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. No, I didn't think about it either until you said that. I'm like, yeah, that's that's true. That's real weird. Uh, so the scammers, you know, are on mockingbird lane trying to find maple drive and they're quite lost so they decide mm. to ask the person under the car for help they are quite shocked by herman's face and they decide they found their new patsy yeah because he already looks like he's been in an accident <laughs> which everyone keeps saying this stuff about his face his face looks fine he's just green uh bluish green yeah yeah, well, yeah, all yeah. right. I mean, he's got some scarring on his forehead from the stitches, but overall, he looks pretty normal. He's just a different color. Yeah, which, I mean, as we know in this day and age, different color does did matter. So these people, yeah. they were always, if someone was That's a different fair. tone, you know, they were always critiqued but in different I, ways. It's the whole criticism that his face looks like it's already been beat the you know hell and back yeah well i think that's also one of the big things about the show is it it did it loosely as like the monsters look differently than everyone else and they mm -hmm. were commentating on what was going on at the time too with you know it was a cool show using monsters for yeah. it but you're also commentating on the social issues that were going on at the time about race and stuff because they all look yeah. different they're great people on the inside but it, they look different, so you treat that, them differently, which you know, is that, stupid. That goes beyond the monsters. That's why I personally love sitcoms, is mm -hmm. how they can tell these type of stories. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's one of the reasons monsters I'm- Monsters is one of the best. <laughs> it, it's one of the reasons I'm a huge fan of Star Trek. Like, the original series of Star Trek went and did so much social commentary, oh. which is why- I've, freaking laugh every time people are like star trek just got too woke i'm like no nah, star trek's been woke guys you you just been asleep <laughs> like <laughs> same thing with doctor who i mean their literal second episode is basically talking about the cold war yeah <laughs> and you know the end of the world and stuff but you know yeah. whatever. i think just like back in the day they were they were they knew how to put it into their shows like with the monsters to make it so people would actually watch and not yeah. necessarily call it out because they were too involved with the characters and stuff like that. Where nowadays, sometimes like the CW has this issue where they just put it right out there in front of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like you're catching up on those. So you're well aware. Yeah. Of that. <laughs> So, you know, that's uh, one of the things I've always looked at the monsters as is like it's a great social commentary on things that were going on at the time, uh -huh. especially with uh, race and all that stuff. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I say Doctor Who's second episode? I meant second story. Mm, OK. Before anyone gets upset with me. I know it's stories back then had multiple episodes. I'm well aware. I've watched them all. These are monster uh, fans. They don't care about Doctor Who. <laughs> 
Asha, there's a little crossover, <laughs> maybe one person <laughs> besides me. Uh, so, uh, uh, Herman begins to tell his family about how they can change these in their lives mm-hmm. now that he's been offered a job as an actor. Yeah. Cause that's, that's the line they, uh, they sell him with is that he's going to be acting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's like, he gets to, all, you know, says something to all of them. The only one I really laughed at was the, the grandpa one. He's like, you can fly back and forth to the old country. He's like, I already do that. And he goes, yeah, but you could do it first class. And grandpa's <laughs> like, I like the sound of that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, as they're talking about the contract, he he s- slightly mentions, well, he actually makes note of it that it even includes double uh, indemnity. Indemnity. I always hate that word because I always feel like I'm going to mispronounce it, um, which, it, it, you know, because he's like, oh, it's the name of the, the movie or whatever. It actually yeah. is a name of a movie from the 40s. Yeah, 1944 noir uh, crime film. Yeah, and I've actually seen this, um, which I, th- I, because I looked it up, I was like, wait, that is a movie. I remember the name. So I looked it up. And I was like, I knew I've seen this. Like, it was like 10 years ago I've seen it, but I still saw it. Um, yeah, so I pulled it, up the, the quick synopsis from IMDb because there's long ones yeah. too. So I, was <laughs> I gonna got read, it here too. Okay, I was going to read it unless you want to. So it's up to you, man. I got a real quick version of it, okay. but if you want to read the, the thing you got, go ahead. All right, it says, a Los Angeles insurance representative lets a, an alluring housewife seduce him into a scheme of insurance fraud and murder that arouses the suspicion of his colleague and insurance investigator. Uh, that's not the synopsis I have. I have okay. the actual legal double indemnity, which means you get double payout on insurance claims for accidental death. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I was using the synopsis for the movie. Uh, yeah. And anyone who wants to Google the uh, the the poster for it, uh, you'll understand this next sentence. But Lily gets instantly worried once Herman talks about this being a remake, which, you know, yeah. it's funny. 1964 yeah. already is talking about remakes. Uh, she goes, she's real worried about him kissing another woman for it. And that is like the most widely used poster for the movie is him. <laughs> Kissing the other woman, yeah, yeah, right. Being seduced into kissing the the wife, housewife, yeah. All right. So that was my note on that one. I just wanted to bring that up for double indemnity. The nineteen forty four movie. It's actually not that bad. If you like old movies, which I mean, you're listening to us talk about the monsters, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. The only thing that changes with age is the how the movie looks, the story quality. You know, that's been undetermined. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he tells them that he's uh, going to be filming nearby. And when they're like, oh, we can go watch you. He's like, no, no, you can't because we're filming the final scene first. And uh I forget which one exactly is confused. It's either Lily or Grandpa, but they're like, you're filming was, the final scene first. Like, it was Grandpa. It, in my head, I'm like, they always film a lot of things out of order. Yeah, they film, uh, especially nowadays. I don't know how back then, but nowadays they film lots of things out of order. However, 
this is a stunt scene that's supposed to be the final scene for this movie. They wouldn't shoot this last because what happens or first, because what happens if the actor actually gets hurt? You're kind of screwed. <laughs> <laughs> that was my so, only like takeaway from it. I was like, you wouldn't do this first. Like you would do this last. Like what if he gets cut or something, you know? But- I, I was real <laughs> interested to hear your input for this because you know you went to film school. Uh-huh. So <laughs> like I have no idea how this shit works. But I yeah, just they, they have antidotes. They always shoot things out of order. Hell, like sometimes even with TV shows and stuff, they'll shoot a lot of that stuff out of order. Oh yeah. Um, just especially because if they're uh, you schedule the BBC with their short seasons, they'll do it all the yeah. time. If they film on location, they'll do multiple. Uh, you know the episodes that they can film there as yeah. quick as possible, as, as long as they can get you know the directors and well, stuff there. Well, that's what happens with the uh, scheduling and stuff like that. Is like okay, so we have this this set locked down for like the day and just today, but we need it for like a multiple multiple different times in the movie we're just gonna shoot all of it now we'll just do costume changes etc etc like that so and then get it done with especially because you don't want to have to change lighting later redo lighting try and make sure you have the exact same lighting like they'd have to do with reshoots and stuff so Uh, it's it's stuff like this that makes me actually appreciate the producer's job because i used to always be like you know what exactly do they do except put their name on it but they're the ones who you know are generally responsible for setting all this stuff Mm -hmm. up and making sure everyone can be there line producer does a lot of work i'll tell you that i had to do it several times so (laughs) um and yeah you're thinking of executive producers though when you think of people who just put their names on it pretty much they're usually yeah. the ones that go out there, get the money and funding, and that's about yeah. the most of it. Or they are funding it themselves. So uh, A lot of yeah. times when you see a actor's name as producer role, it's because they donated some of their money. Yeah. <laughs> Yet they're still making so much more on the back end, so it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> Ask ScarJo. Yeah. <laughs> How much money does she make off of uh, Black Widow? Oh yeah, we're not we're, we don't talk about that anymore. Anyways, um, I do. <laughs> so, uh, so they got Herman. They they're doing the final scene. Yeah, um, yeah. They, they're explaining to him, you know, what's gonna happen. Yeah. And uh, the car's gonna come up. He's gonna walk out, and the car's supposed to hit him. But uh-huh. then they're like, oh well, what if you know. He says some stuff and they're like, oh, well, the car's going to actually just barely miss you, you know, <laughs> and, and um, and he's like, oh, and the camera is in the, uh, yeah, it? everyone's like, where's the camera? Butcher's truck or ice cream truck or no, something? No, it's a mail truck that's nearby. Yeah. So they just pointed to a vehicle across the like, camera's over there for realism. I'm like, okay, what about lighting? <laughs> what about everything else? He goes, why is your writer driving <laughs> He's yeah. Like, oh, he's also our stunt man. He's the best stunt driver there is in the business, is what he says. <laughs> How eff- efficient. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, so we do take one, and Herman doesn't walk out because he doesn't tell him to go. He doesn't basically he doesn't say action. No action <laughs> for him. Uh, and uh, I think he just says rolling. I don't remember which one he says. He says one or the other, and Herman's like, "Well, you didn't say this too." <laughs> trying to like say that he knows like uh, my 
Okay, so first of all, the car drives up and goes like super freaking fast. Like that would have killed somebody if it wasn't. Yeah, I'm more, I'm wondering how they filmed this one so that you know they didn't put Fred in danger. Yeah. Well, it didn't look like he was in the spot when the car drove past, so I think that's how they got got through with that part anyway. Um, and this is like what the second time he walks out of the way and he's like he didn't swerve at all he's yeah. like don't worry about it go try again and the third time he actually hits him yeah. and blows his car up basically he goes flying out of the car it Into was the he landed a dumpster or mailbox it was a mailbox oh, mail- <laughs> yeah old school mailboxes are sitting on the side of the road well not old school they still actually look like that um some some places so so yeah um that was my dog <laughs> he's got them. something to say. what's that or she she's got something to say she yeah so uh so after that we end up going somewhere back to the house i believe it is um yes there we're back at the the family sitting down mm-hmm. for tea and discussing herman's movie yeah uh they're moving the shoot location to an alley because of complications. And uh, Grandpa talks about how he used to bite uh, movie actors for fun. <laughs> and uh, then Lily takes out this giant meat for uh, a snack for Herman to take. Yeah. There we go. Sorry. And that's pretty much the entire scene there. That's more Grandpa used to be a well, used to be grandpa's a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. What's funny is the alleyway that we see them uh, move to. It's the exact one from when he was the uh, getaway driver and he crashed his car to stop. Uh, so the cops get him. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, was neat to see that again. Reuse some scenes, which is nice to see. Yeah, because I mean, it saves them some money, but also it keeps the continuity uh you know they live in this area you you see the same similar spots yeah you know yeah it it's world building to this yeah but uh uh so uh yeah uh <laughs> i already said that bit about the getaway driver they they want him to just uh stand on this x reading a paper mm-hmm. and they're like we're getting ready to drop you know uh, a ton of bricks on you basically yeah, a ton of bricks they're just hanging above him which this is a great bit because uh they did this in an early episode of scrubs and yes i'm gonna mention scrubs because i love that show uh, <laughs> Um, so what ends up happening is, yeah, where's the camera? Where's the just camera? Don't worry about the camera. He's looking around for the camera and the bricks just fall right on, on, uh, the tall one. I forget. Uh, no, no, there's uh there's a uh, quite a few things for to happen before that. Really? He's, yeah. He's fighting with Herman to get back in position after he yeah. keeps walking away, asking questions. He's like, look, will you just stand here? And then I'm going to yell, you know, I think it says action, which is the cue for his yeah, buddy to cut the rope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you do you have Herman's line here? <laughs> I do not. I don't have it uh, written down. He's like, Herman didn't know making movies was so hard on producers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then from there, we dive back into the house where Herman's talking to them about... um 
what's going on again. Uh, another scene, I believe, right? That they were discussing, oh, we're going to go here. Yeah. You got they, freaking they, Eddie is just sitting up <laughs> on top of the fireplace mantle for no reason but to just sit there and chill out, too. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa's just shocked that they shut down production uh, after one day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it, I want to take note. Eddie is okay with moving to Hollywood now. Last week, he was complaining about moving. Yeah, he didn't want to move anywhere because of his friends. But yeah, it's Hollywood. This He'll make more fake friends. <laughs> yeah, children. It's so their minds change every week. Well, he to wasn't. Week. He wasn't in the baseball in this episode, man. So he didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got kicked off the team for not having a bit. Yeah. Uh, so then we end up going back to uh, the schemers and they're setting up their next uh, prank, which is a door that leads to nowhere. It where did falls... they get this door? I... Where did they get this building that just has a door built into it like that? Because That's it's what so, I'm saying. Like, Was this meant to be like a fire escape and they just removed the fire escape? Maybe. So there's some issues I have, though, with it, because when they first show it and they open it, it opens up to basically the front of the building because there's stairs down there. Yeah. And stuff. Later, when we see it open, it's not by the front of the, the, the building. It's like in what we see with yeah. the dumpster. <laughs> so. I didn't even make that connection my issue was that it's like the second floor and you're not gonna kill anyone on the second floor well they don't want to kill him they want insurance money for his injury I think. double indemnity accidental death yeah that's true mm. yeah, it's, yeah these are these are not con artists they're actual murderers now that you yeah, think about are. it Especially because I wrote the note down for the end when what they do at the end. I was like, these guys are murderers. They're not con artists. A yeah. <laughs> uh, little little fun fact for people. Uh, depending on how you land, you could survive up to a three-story fall. Mm -hmm. I jumped off of our uh, house as a kid when we were playing football. <laughs> on the roof <laughs> don't i don't recommend that for little kids no my dad drove his dirt bike off of their garage roof when he was younger and ended up in the hospital oh, we used to sled because he the was garage. trying to be evil knievel we used to sled off the garage roof into the pile of snow <laughs> but uh our, the top of our house it was a two-story house and the top top part was semi-flat so you could play football and stuff up there why <laughs> until you go through <laughs> <laughs> until you jump off like i did and i was lucky enough i grabbed the gutter and <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's lucky <laughs> i'm sure your parents were real lucky <laughs> i don't think they actually know until they listen oh, to so this. you didn't rip the gutter off <laughs> no i knew how to fix it all so <laughs> didn't matter. Oh, all right that's even better <laughs> we did a lot of crap <laughs> growing up in that house that they never found out about <laughs> You know what? If my kids can learn how to fix the damages they do, <laughs> go wild. <laughs> I think the only time I, I don't want to be the one to deal with it. <laughs> the only time we got caught was with uh, I think one of my brothers broke out of the window in the basement because I locked him out of the house and he was trying to get back in. And they didn't find that out for a while because we covered that with plexiglass. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> and then uh what was the other one i i forget there's so many dumb things that we did as kids yeah moving forward <laughs> i hope my mom doesn't listen to this one <laughs> <laughs> um all right so we we cut back to the family talking again and uh you know they mentioned that spot or herman's talking to spot and how it's like would you like to meet lassie you know Mm. ed or carl or sorry carla baker (laughs) yeah because the whole scene is set up as his his wife or his mom i forget it's supposed to be his mom in the in the room with the dog. Yeah, we haven't got to that part yet. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I'm sorry, uh, I'm ahead like, of myself can, then. Because they're like at the, at this point, I think they're trying to like Herman. I don't know if this is worth it. Yeah, well, they're both bandaged up and bruised. Like one dude has like bandages oh, on his face. These and, two scammers, they're like they should have took insurance out on themselves. Yeah really it's funny Uh, it's like home home alone before home alone (laughs) with herman you know i think i'm confusing episodes now because now i have that herman comes in wearing fancy clothes and stuff so i think i'm thinking of a different scene no he does he he comes in this is when i met the one i just mentioned i don't think it was herman who was talking to spot it must have been someone else because in my mind, it was him opening up the back door, yelling at him. Oh, but that, I think that, that was a different episode. That's um, that was Eddie. Eddie's open. That was Eddie. Door okay. Open. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, her he comes in looking pompous and fancy. <laughs> He's got the book, the the method actor, mm-hmm. which is something they made fun of earlier with the, yep. the. I think it was the method wrestler or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he comes in. He's got like his little like. Uh, a cigarette on the stick thing like Cruella DeVille (laughs) (laughs) and wearing his like uh where they it's not a bully hat where where those like the slanted artistic hat things that those people wear French hat fedora is it fedora no no Mm. I I don't remember what they're called listeners if you know what this is let us know (laughs) they probably have a bunch of names um Probably. I always look at it as like the snobby artist hat. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> uh, anyways, he's wearing sunglasses indoors, which I mean, in their, their house, that's got to be really dark for him. Um, yeah. He must have some good night vision. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and he's going so, tools. Uh, so at at the um when when he when he turns around oh yeah his on, jacket on his thing it says what does it say it says herman munster movie, movie star, star. <laughs> <laughs> like what what are we doing okay and, uh, it should be noted that lily is into this <laughs> yeah so now we cut to them explaining to herman you know what's going he's like so you're going to jump up from this desk, run out that door. And Herman's like, what's my motivation? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, you've been filming for what, two days and you're already getting this big headed. You'd be surprised. Not even filming. You'd be surprised, man. A- <laughs> so now we cut back to the house where grandpa's reading a new newspaper with even more info. And he's like, these scammers pretend to be movie producers 
oh shit herman's been lied to again yeah <laughs> he's just like ah well hell <laughs> <laughs> it's like they go and it's like we should call the police which is new one for grandpa but then he has his senior moment where he's like where's the phone yeah i'm surprised grandpa doesn't want to just go kill him i mean and these are two people that'd be okay with grandpa actually killing because they're actually bad people god my wife just came in did she scare you yes (laughs) thank you (laughs) she's busted open the door (laughs) all right anyway so, yeah. um so uh, yeah these are people i would totally want grandpa to kill because they're actually killers so there yeah, you go they're terrible people they're they're as bad as bad as he is these would make good uh good food for grandpa spot <laughs> and spot all right anyway so we're back into their uh their room they're going through like the motivation all that stuff um and they just keep going back and forth. And then he he gets the scene right. And then he just stops before he goes. He's about to walk out the door. And they're like, what now? He's like, well, there's no camera. <laughs> the camera's in the truck still. <laughs> is what he says. <laughs> yeah. So and they finally convince him to go through it. Mm-hmm. And. They tell him, oh, the camera's in this picture right here. It's behind this picture. It's behind the damn picture. Like, chill he out. In, he, he runs to the door, but then doesn't open it. And he's like, I don't, I don't know. He's like, they're getting so frustrated with Herman. Mm-hmm. And so Lily's talking to the police. The police refuse to help unless someone stole his bicycle. Yeah. They, they <laughs> what? Well. In fairness, they do say, well, let me get you to the department that can handle that. It wasn't like they were just the the bicycle stealing division, apparently, that grandpa got a hold of. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Is that like a narcotics? uh, Bicyclists? (laughs) So, uh, yeah. And The, the scammers convince Herman to do it again. Yeah. But this time he goes through the wrong door and ends up in the closet. Closet. Yeah. Um, and so how they convince him to do it is, you know, his mother and dog are in the other room mm-hmm. and they're calling for him. So when he gets up, he yells coming mother. Which is a nod to a 1939 radio play called Henry Aldrich. Which always began with his mother calling him and him responding, coming mother. Hmm. So that's a little fun. Seems very fact. Norman Batesy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it does. Mother, I'm coming, mother. All right. That's cool. Um, so so he ends up doing the scene. He runs into the closet and they're like, no, 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 you did it wrong. You went to the wrong door. He's like, all you have to do is get up, go over here. And he opens the door that goes to nowhere and he falls out the door. (laughs) Um, And uh, then we get a shot of them pointing down out the door uh, where there's a dump truck full of garbage that the guy landed in. It's clearly not the same shot because there's no stairs or anything there. So come on man that's 
can't let that slide. Well, I can because I don't care, but still. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, good thing there wasn't internet trolls back then to like make fun, of, like to attack these things. So uh, Herman's like, he looks down at the guy falling in the, uh, laying in the truck. It's, yeah. I'm beginning to think you guys are trying to hurt me. Yeah. I'm going to report you to the BBB, <laughs> the Better Business Bureau. Yeah. Uh, and, like, Which I didn't think they had in the '60s, but apparently they did. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, so then we cut to uh, Lily's telling him, you know, it's all a lie, and it, Grandpa's meanwhile is still trying to get the police involved. Yeah, it's the first which time is, he's actually trying to get them involved, which is good, actually. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, you know, it, it, he's being comforted by Lily. And that's going on. Then we go back to the two doofuses. <clears throat> um, and this time they're like, he, I think he found this out. Like, I think he knows what's going on. They're like, we got to go take care of him. And they grab guns. Like, wait, what? What? <laughs> Why are we grabbing guns now? This one shocked me because I was like, so, so basically <laughs> my note says, what the fuck guns? So not only are they con men, but also apparently killers and attempted murderers. I mean, when you've had the frustrating weekend that you had with Herman that they did, you're going to snap. Tivis, that's a bad thing to say. There's no reason for murder. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't, don't say that <laughs> because some people are going to think you have one bad day. <laughs> if I, it, we're all just one bad day away from being the Joker. Uh, we live in a society. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, con men. All right. So um, they go over but, to Herman's I mean, these house. These guys are clearly unstable to begin with. Yeah. So. Yeah, they go over to Herman's house or to the Munster's house, I should say. And yeah. uh, oh, here's my note. Okay. Yeah, this is where I I saw last week. I mentioned I saw an episode where they people just walked in and there's no latch on the outside. Mm -hmm. That was this. It was the the con men sneaking into their house. Well, there's a latch on it. I didn't see it. They just like shove it open. Yeah, yeah. There's a latch on it. I'm looking yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and this is where so, uh they come out with their guns pointing and then who shows up spot spot shows up to scare the crap out of them yeah and eddie and marilyn come running out and they're like they see the door on fire and they're like what scared spot so bad yeah i um i i I kind of wanted a closure on those two getting arrested at least. Mm -hmm. That would have been nice. Or, you know, better yet, why not just have Spot actually catch them on fire and we just show, we go to the next scene of there being random clothes on the floor. <laughs> like, an ash. <laughs> a spot had a snack. <laughs> we hear him do it enough. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that's how the episode closes out. Yep. I thought this was a fun one. I, I did. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed this one. Um, I, I, 
I think they're in this episode they got a little darker, which is kind of cool. So, um, with with what they were talking about, not in tone, but like the things that were going on in the episode, because these people literally wanted to kill other people just to get insurance money. Excuse me. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. Is that what Rob Zombie's movie is going to be based on this episode? <laughs> uh, I shudder to think what he's going to do with Grandpa. Uh, um, I mean, we can't, me and you cannot be the only two in the world that think Grandpa is a horrible, horrible person that's a serial killer. And, and, and if audience members out there will <laughs> feel the same way, please let me know so I don't feel like I'm being an asshole every time I say it about everyone's favorite grandpa, TV grandpa. I think it's pretty clear he is. <laughs> I think so, too. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, um, the only uh, other okay. trivia I have besides the radio play yeah. is uh, we see their license plate for the first time on the, the coach. Mm-hmm. It's HAJ302. HHA302? Does it yeah, say HAJ? Oh, HAJ. Yeah. Uh, Was it? <clears throat> oh, God. I can't ever remember the. It's, <laughs> Howard and J- uh, James, I guess. <laughs> I don't remember the freaking military code things. I know A is alpha. Okay. Does it stand for anything uh, else in the show, though? Not that I know of. It's just uh, the first time we see it. Okay. Cool. Anything else on this episode? Nope. That's it. All right. Then let's dive into episode 29. All right. Season one, episode 29. Herman the Rookie aired April 8th, 1965. Teleplay by... Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier, story by Dick Conway, who we last saw with Far Out Monsters, uh, directed by Jerry Paris again. The guest this time is Leo. Oh, boy. Drocher. Drocher. Yeah, who plays himself, who is uh, uh, there's he's actually in the 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 Dodger song by uh, Danny Kane. He's mentioned in that he's won the World Series as a player with the Cardinals in 1934, a manager of the Giants in 1954 and a coach of the Dodgers in 1963. Uh, He was a uh, commentator for NBC between 56 and 60, Mm -hmm. uh, and he has appeared as himself in a, a, a character of himself, I should say. Because for some reason they have these listed differently, so I'm wondering if it wasn't quite him, but rather an exaggerated version for the Beverly Hillbillies and Mr. Ed. Mm. But he does have another credit to himself in another show, and that is King of the Hill. Basically, this guy is a big name in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then we got Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch as himself, who is a, a football guy, not as much, uh, you know, uh, acting credits to him, but he is in quite a handful of things. If anyone wants to go look at that, then we got Gene Darfler as Charles Hodges and Ken Hunt as the fearful catcher, which Ken Hunt. I want to take a little second here. This is his only acting credit and he's Butch Patrick's stepfather. Hmm. Okay. I wonder if yeah. that was before or after he did the show. Uh, this is also, <laughs> uncredited role so yeah 
but I'm just curious if he met her before he did the show or after he did this episode. That's a good question. And was like, know. hey, kid, I'm going to be your daddy. <laughs> I'm going to make Tivis choke one of these days. <laughs> All right. So episode 29, Herman the Rookie, Leo DeRocher, DeRoch, Leo, <laughs> the third base coach for the Los Angeles Dodgers, needs a power hitter for his team. When he gets conked on the head by one of Herman's line drives from eight blocks away, he believes he has his man. Dun, 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 dun. All right, so let's dive into this episode here. All um, right, so we open up with uh, Lily cleaning the living room and uh, very unhappy that Spot's ball is in the house. Yeah. Uh, it's a huge ball. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's like stands uh, as tall as the actors themselves, pretty much. <laughs> it's giant. Uh Grandpa comes in and asks, you know, where where's Eddie? And she's like, oh, he's at the ballpark with Herman. So apparently Eddie is back on the baseball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's or maybe they just start playing because they yeah, want to play. Yeah, they could just be playing. Uh, he was never taken off the baseball team in that other episode, though. He was ready to move, though. So Yeah. That was that was our headcanon is he's no longer on the team because he wants to move. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Grandpa's reminiscing about when he used to spend time with his dad and the advice he was given: always bury your mistakes, because mm-hmm. he didn't believe in divorce. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and we open with that joke, by the <laughs> <Yes>. way. <laughs> so the episode starts off with that that joke. Um, yeah, <laughs> and. and we know grandpa's had multiple wives. Mm-hmm. You yeah. think the invisible man is one of his wives as a ghost? Oh, you think it's an invisible woman? Mm-hmm. Gotta get with the it's times, It's his living girlfriend. <laughs> well, she's not really living, so it's not living. We don't know that she's not. She's just invisible. <laughs> it's a great Which we way. have not seen that character in a long time. Because grandpa killed it. <laughs> He wanted to check out the anatomy of an invisible person. Once you cut them open, they're they're not invisible on the inside. <laughs> so Herman is teaching Eddie <laughs> how to throw a baseball properly. And as he's gripping it, he crushes it into dust. dust. Yeah. 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 And I, I would like to remind people in that episode where he was on the baseball team, he was not only on it, he was captain. Mm-hmm. Uh so I'm not sure why he's like trying to teach him. Yeah. To be captain, you usually have to know all these things. And the only thing I can think of is this is more evidence to why he was thrown off is he didn't know how to play properly. <laughs> uh, the Herman then throws another ball into the air and begins showing Eddie the proper way to hold the baseball. Uh-huh. Uh, the bat as it comes down and strikes him in the head. <laughs> all right. You know, fine. So he throws it up again, hits it, and I swear it just goes into space. But uh, yeah, and it turns out to be their last ball as well. And Eddie looks incredibly sad. Yeah. And and, uh, because apparently they only had like two, two balls. Yeah. Well, two that we saw. Who knows how many you destroyed. Got rid of. Yeah. Knocked everywhere else. Yeah. Um, 
and Herman makes a joke about it, and freaking Eddie's just not having any of it. He's like, nope. We're, yeah. We're it's not like doing this. you ruined my fun. Yeah. Uh, and then we jump to the scene where we have uh, Leo and another guy. I forget the other guy's name. Uh, the reporter. It's got to be Charlie Hodge. Mm-hmm. Hodges. Um, so it's the only other name on here. Yeah. So there's there talking about how he needs a new hitter. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then he gets hit with a baseball that. We, as the audience, understand it's Herman's. The first thing this dude does is like, where's your closest uh, baseball field? And I'm like, wait, what? You're not going to be like, because apparently in this day and age that they're in, you can't play baseball in your backyard. (laughs) It has to be at a field, right? Because that's the only thing that makes sense. Eight blocks away. It's a field and not like a house that's probably like right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this this one, it, it was annoying to me that part because I was just like, but there could be a house. You guys are negating the fact that people play baseball in their backyards. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's my rant. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. So <laughs> it's a fair argument. Uh, yeah. So he, they find out who did this through some neighbor kids, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the family's sitting down for dinner as uh, Lily brings out two boar heads stuck together. That mm. was weird. Yeah, yeah. The uh, they do the whole um, <clears throat> di- or is it dinner? Yeah. Before they do dinner, though, don't they do, uh, you see the baseball guys reporting back to, like, whoever the head guy is, that they're gonna go to it, and he's like, I'm gonna send the best guy and, and everything else, and, uh, and, um, uh, we're gonna send the best guy out there, the most kind, nice, professional, all that crap, and the guy's like, Oh, I'm assigned myself. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) So I wonder if that's like an inside joke in in the baseball industry, like that he wasn't like, you know, a a heated coach or something. So uh, that's kind of funny. And then uh, then we go to the like, yeah, the double headed boar, which is something you would probably find in like Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum or some shit like that. Um, yeah, like I, I'm not a vegetarian, but even that was like, too, I'm like, that's gross. How did it move? Because those are full heads. It's not like a little piggy. I think it's just two heads that they cut off and stuck together. They did. I could understand yeah. it, like as the prop, but I thought that it was supposed to be like an actual. No, creature. I thought that was their dinner. It's two boar heads that they just cooked and stuck together on a plate. Okay. I thought it was supposed to be an actual creature that they found and cut up and are eating and stuff like that. Oh man. Um, so I did like a part in here though, while they're eating this boar head, mm-hmm. they just casually, because they're talking about Herman's, um, he's come, he's, his, he's dedicated to working at the parlor and stuff like that. And then she's like, Oh yeah. And in 12 years, they'll give you a gold shovel and a banquet. <laughs> and I'm just like, did they just completely dislike how 
work is because you you know this the whole thing about getting the gold watch for being somewhere for like 30 years of work i was like they're totally making fun of the fact that you know people dedicate their lives to jobs and they get a watch (laughs) that's about it and yeah the appreciation is felt everywhere yeah 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 but herman makes a claim that nothing can drag him away from that place how many times have we seen him quit now right yeah (laughs) and when they mention the gold shovel the look on his face he's like yeah (laughs) so Uh, then we jump back to the baseball players uh pulling up to the the munster yeah Uh, or coach yeah sorry pulling up to the munster house um of course the first person he sees is marilyn so he's like okay uh, it's a weird house, he says, but mm-hmm. he's like, you know, whatever, because there's a cute girl here with it and all that. Uh, then yeah, he, he and- meets. Um, then he goes in and meets um, Lily. Lily, thank you. And yeah, then, and then they're like, well, actually, first it was like this like Russian doll like thing. <laughs> like it's like, oh, I can take you to meet my uh, aunt yeah. Lily, and then it's like, oh, well. I can have my dad come out and talk to you. And so like, why (laughs) it makes no sense. Uh, but grandpa just poofs in (laughs) where the guy is standing. No less. Right. I thought like, like, what did you do to him? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but for some reason I thought like grandpa traded places with the guy. (laughs) Like, that's what I thought too. Like the guy was going to be in the dungeon or some shit. I was just like, yeah. wait, where did he go? <laughs> uh, it turns out he just ran to hide behind the couch. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa recognizes who this is instantly mm. and then decides to finally call Herman out of the dungeon. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> Which, oh, go on. as Herman comes out, like he's actually looking kind of menacing as he's climbing out of this hole. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure he, it's probably hard as hell for him to get up through there anyways <laughs> in that costume. So, um, and then, uh, he meets the guy and the guy ends up fainting Yeah, and then we cut to like, uh, grandpa gets angry with him for yeah. looking like an umpire. Yeah. By the way, after the guy fades, he's like, what's wrong with you? And then they wake the guy up and he's in the electric chair, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> they like put him in an electric chair and uh, woke him up, and um, that's when he goes in about how he wants you know Herman to well, come. Before oh, that, he mentions you know he's like, "Oh, well, why are you here?" He's like, "Oh, your baseball hit me." And Grandpa's like, "I can dig up fifty witnesses who can say we never left Transylvania." <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? He's worried about a lawsuit. Well, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so then he dives into like why he's really there. He wants, you know, get Herman on the team, blah blah blah. Um and invites him basically to tryouts. Mhm. So, oh geez. And Herman mentions that uh he used to play second base before. Mhm. So, uh and the manager thinks that, oh, that explains it. You got hit in the face with cleats, huh? <laughs> it's kind of a dick. Yes. <laughs> They're all dicks to Herman. Like, I feel Herman looks better than Grandpa. 
Like he just has more scars, but yeah. With that yeah. Tall so and scary. The, f- the family sitting down for breakfast or dinner. Mm. I can't tell anymore. They're eating. Again. Uh, Herman tells, you know, hey, so I'm gonna be learning how to play uh baseball and he's i'm gonna quit work to be a baseball player and Mm. they're like no don't don't do this not again stop doing this (laughs) and he uh he he chucks a freaking apple at the wall which hits a frying pan which bounces back off into him and smashes into his face which i actually think they for for what they did i thought it looked actually pretty good uh the smash in the face i was like that's pretty cool um and uh, then we jump to Lily calling the parlor and saying, oh, Herman's not going to be in today. Or actually, she's like, actually, I'm I'm doing just fine. I'm perfectly fine. Which apparently <laughs> upsets the guy at the parlor because yeah. he only wants people to be yeah. dying. Oh, I'm sorry to ruin your day. <laughs> so uh, and then she's like, oh, well, Herman's not coming in. No, he's not sick. He's he's and she doesn't really say why he's not coming in. She just kind of yeah. pussyfoots around it. For her little pussy cat. <laughs> so, um, basically, that happens, and then she lets him go. Then we dive over into the baseball field where uh, they're meeting with the reporter. I believe the, uh, the coach is talking with the reporter. Yeah, about the new acquisition. And he's like, "Oh, he's down getting his new suit or getting his uh jersey and stuff on." Mm-hmm. Um. And then uh, we get we get a look at Herman and Eddie, and Herman is clearly in in an inflated bodysuit, right? No, I think that's his padding from his normal suit. The padding, he looks disproportionate. It's just you barely see him without his jacket, which covers up a lot of that look there, because his jacket is bigger jacket for the bodysuit that they have him in. Yeah. he's like the owner asked you know what is this asking about eddie and he's like this is my son yeah he's also like, oh, all right also in the in the baseball uniform it's like a one piece instead of like pants and then a uh a shirt it's like a one piece uniform mm-hmm. which is weird but i guess that's what they had then i'm not sure but he does have trouble walking in it. I can tell you that because it's a lot tighter than what he's used to. Yeah. And uh, then they have him go over and try out. And uh, he picks up like a bunch of bats and starts like, you know, working his muscle out. How you do? Yeah. Which um, is, yeah, that's that's pretty normal. Yeah. I, I used to work for the uh, mud hens. So uh, mm-hmm. this is all pretty basic. Yeah. Look, I'm not a sports watcher in not even being paid to watch it uh, made it any more exciting. So, <laughs> but I do know the ins and outs of some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So as we get into it, I'll got a little more details probably than what people are expecting. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he goes up to the, the plate with one of the bats and mm-hmm. breaks it instantly. Yeah. He hits it on his foot and breaks it. So they end up bringing him another bat. <laughs> Yeah, then he stops the pitcher as he's about to throw it and he's like, where do you want it? And they're like, it's just over over the fence. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right. And Herman hits it way over the fence. Yeah. 
After then he, he does like for... a wind test and everything like that, he picks up some of the dust or sand, <laughs> does the whole wind test thing. And, All right, yeah. Right. And then he goes for a grounder and that one doesn't work out so well as it buries itself into the dirt. Which I mean, hey, they have to still get the ball to get to tag you out. So yeah I, i'll have i need to go back and rewatch this scene but i think it hit right on the line which counts as a foul so it might have hit right on the scene and uh let's see yeah he then breaks the scoreboard by putting a ho- <laughs> oh he puts a hole in the guy's hand that tries to catch it uh in the and, mitt, uh, in the mitt somehow only in the mitt though it didn't actually <laughs> go through his hand. Uh, but yeah, then he oh, does. Oh, shit. That guy's missing some fan. <laughs> uh, then he knocks over a basement on his way. To... Yeah. Uh, it, he's just destructive as hell. <laughs> it gets like <laughs> the owner says he's like, I don't know whether to sign him or send him to Vietnam. <laughs> so, which we know he is. Uh, was he a Navy man, right? Uh, he was in World War II. I can't remember. I think he might have been Army. Army. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Correct me, listeners. I didn't. And then we 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 go from there for a minute back to the house where Lily's making what looks like spaghetti or ramen noodles. Um, and uh, she's like, uh, Grandpa's like, oh, what's for lunch? And she's like, uh, bird's nest soup. And then a fucking little bird flies out of the soup and she's like, oh, well, I guess we'll have to make something else. Were they about to eat that live bird? Yes. (laughs) That's the only way to uh, answer that one. Yes. So. Um. And this is where grandpa (laughs) also shows off his automatic curveball. Which I thought was going to play a bigger part in in the episode. Honestly, I, I I thought he was going to like give it to them, and you know it would screw Herman up, and then they wouldn't take him, and it'd be all Grandpa's fault again. Um, yeah, like usual. <laughs> so well, don't forget, Herman also throws the ball out the window. It goes around the world in through That's the window Grandpa. behind them. Grandpa hits throws Grandpa. It. Grand, Grandpa yeah. throws the ball out the window and hits himself with it. Oh. T- yeah, because Herman's not there when he's showing off the curveball thing. So Grandpa tosses it out the window, and what it does is it's supposed oh, to do yeah, an automatic right, curve right. Uh, regardless of where you throw it. So it curved around the entire house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we cut back to Herman, and he's signing autographs for the other players who yeah. have never seen anything like him. Uh, the, the reporter's like, well, he can hit, but does he know how to play the field? Right. So they're like, all right, uh, go go play center field. We're going to th- uh, have some guys hit some balls to you. Mm-hmm. He just, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, so he's, he's out there and they hit a ball out and it's going back and he's just walking backwards, running backwards, actually. Right into the fence and he goes right through the fence and we get a shot of the fence like it, it didn't pull the whole a fence Herman down. Shaped hole. It's just a Herman shaped <laughs> hole in the fence. I'm like, we couldn't just make the whole paneling fall, the whole panel fall down there. Nothing. No, just ripped right through the chain. And, and, and there was no fencing like laying on the ground. Well, or nothing. And not only that, but he's like upset that the ball is going, that Herman can't, won't be able to catch the ball. Cause it's going over the fence. That's his fault. The guy who hit the ball hit it too hard. 
Well, I mean, you could run really fast and jump up on the fence to catch it. Yeah, that's like I look, I've watched professional baseball players. I've seen some Detroit uh Tigers, the players, because mm. the mud hens are the like under league, and that's where they send their people when they need yeah. to recover yeah. or do more training. The, yeah, no, <laughs> you could do it. We used to do it all the time in the backyard. Yeah, this was around the time when the Tigers were good. They were like actually going to the uh, the World Series. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, it's like so that's then, a stupid thing for the coach to be upset about. I'm yeah. sorry. And then they, um, well, then they end up putting him at a second base and seeing if he can do anything there. He ends up getting the ball, touching mm-hmm. the base, and throwing it back at first base, and uh, <laughs> knocks the guy out. <laughs> and then uh, he goes over there and picks the ball up, and he's like, "Well, now what do I do?" <laughs> and he's just like, "Toss it home." And the guy's like, no, 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 no. And basically everyone just dips. They're like, we all quit. Like, screw this. <laughs> and they leave. Um, yeah. Uh, Herman throws a little temper tantrum by throwing the ball into the ground. And an explosion happens. Like, Nobody wants to play with me. Nobody wants to play with me. <laughs> like I said, this this episode and the last episode are very uh, traumatizing for Herman. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it, look, there's there was actually a player on the team, uh, Mike Hesman, mm-hmm. who is was similar to Herman in a way. Uh, he came out to you know ACDC's Thunderstruck, so that's why he also stuck out to me because you know best band in the world. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he either struck himself out or got home runs there was no in between with this guy yeah it, it was incredible every time he went up it's like the most exciting time of the nine hours watching this bull crap <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's uh or where are we oh so everyone take off and um, then we have the coach being like, I knew it was too good to be true. Uh, then we go back to the house where everyone's talking about Herman being in the paper uh, be- yeah. for the tryouts and stuff. And they all think it's good news, good, all this and that. And then um, Herman walks in all sad and mopey yeah. and uh, basically tells them, I got cut. They didn't take me. They didn't have yeah, me sign they a contract. Don't want me. They don't want me. I'm and useless. the reason for it is, uh, <laughs> do you want to give you, the reason? You can go. You can go. You can do it. I, uh, I know what you're going to say, but you can do it. Yeah. They're worried that he's going to destroy the Dodger stadium. Yeah. And also the insurance company won't allow anyone to play against him. <laughs> <laughs> He's just yeah. one giant liability all around, which fair. All right. He whatever little league state of a uh, field yeah. they were practicing in. They're going to have to dish out some big bucks to replace all that. So. So they also said they did say every time he I play, they would have to spend seventy five thousand dollars in repairs. Oh, which, yeah. yeah they Which now. <laughs> Would be six hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars and eight hundred or sixty sixty no wait, 
$663,814.29 today for 75,000 men. So over half a million dollars in damages to to fix per game per game per (laughs) game and then they also said insurance wouldn't cover any of the other players or allow the other players to play either so um herman basically just can't which it's it's interesting that the baseball league won't let him do that yet we had him in a wrestling company that let him literally beat people up (laughs) and andy almost played basketball yeah a college basketball that (laughs) yeah um yeah, so which he didn't break backboards in the college or the basketball episode. That was interesting. Yeah, that's true. He ripped the rope out of the ceiling, but he didn't break uh baskets or basketballs, hoops and shit, backboards and all that. Anyway. Yeah. So we got uh Herman's like, you know, I'm a has been and mm. everyone starts to gather around to cheer him up. Even grandpa is like uh apologizing that uh <laughs> And he's like, I'm sorry that I can't be a sponge on your finances. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I can't get a million dollars from you or whatever it was. Um, yeah. And then, uh, then we cut out from there and we go into, uh, grandpa's upside down watching TV (laughs) and Lily comes in and pretty much just asks him, "What, what are you watching? He's like, watching how to make an upside down or a cake but i'm watching it upside down to make an upside down cake i'm like are you serious <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah and then um from there we go back to the uh field yeah, because like- we find out that herman is teaching uh eddie eddie how to play football this time and and uh we go back to them on the field basically the same field i think from the baseball shot and uh they probably shot them both back to back as you do um for the location so yeah um yeah then herman kicks the ball and where does it go tivis it hits uh what's his name uh crazy legs in the face yeah and the same reporter is there and he's like look just don't look into it. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Do yourself a favor. <laughs> yeah. Although I feel football would probably be more for Herman because if he does hurt somebody, I mean, that's what the you wear pads and stuff. And uh, Herman can't get a concussion. His brain yeah, might fall it, out, but he can't get a concussion. And, and to be clear, this is the uh, this guy is uh, representative of the Rams. The, the football the, the fans. Football one. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool to see how the Munsters got so many like real like sports people, real Mm -hmm. musicians and stuff like that at that time, because nowadays like you see it all the time. But I feel back then it wasn't as highly um, a high point for people to see like their their athletes in these things like most people probably be like well why don't they just stay and do your freaking football and stay out my tv sir like (laughs) so it it was it's nice to see that the monsters opened up so many different avenues for these athletes and musicians to be seen outside of their normal area so that's kind of cool and we've hit the the trifecta now what's left hockey (laughs) yeah yeah 
But they're in California. They don't play hockey there. <laughs> if they do, it's not good hockey. You need to be up uh, north. Going, you, need, eh? you need to be closer to Canada to get some good hockey players. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> oh, but wait, there is the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Were they around back then, though? That's a good question. Uh, while you're doing that, I'll go ahead and read off my trivia. Um, you mentioned earlier you think they were located in Beverly Hills, but the Dodgers are located in L.A., which means Mockingbird Heights is close to L.A. <clears throat> okay. I don't know where Beverly Hills is. But <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that's a little... Adding so, some more pinpointing the location. The Anaheim Mighty Ducks start of their franchise was 1993. So they started the Anaheim Ducks, not Mighty Ducks or Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Yeah. Uh, but they started that after the Mighty Ducks movies came out. So they took their name from the movies. Yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I mean, they were Disney-owned, so. Yeah, you would think Disney wouldn't allow that. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Disney owned the Mighty Ducks. The the movies. And the sports team. Do they? They did. They sold them. It was found in 93 by Disney as the, oh, okay. Well, fucking lame. <laughs> so Herman mentioned the last time he cried was when... uh Kukla, Fran, and Ollie was canceled. Uh, mm -hmm. For anyone who doesn't know what that is, that is a uh, 1947 show made with puppets that was originally designed for kids, but became hugely popular with adults. <laughs> hmm. So did it get like turned into an adult show? No. It just was, it was a popular still a kids thing. show with puppets. They just ever it, it would be it was an all-around family show by the time it got canceled <laughs> kind of like the uh oh what was that western one um i, I forget it's what buzz lightyear's or not buzz lightyear woody's based off of in toy story oh yeah yeah oh uh, i forget what it's called oh and uh my last bit of trivia we've been calling him the manager of the dodgers but he, they uh, are the coach he's called the manager mm -hmm. in this episode at the time he wasn't manager in real life he was the third base coach still gotcha <laughs> so he would go on to be the manager after this mm. so i wonder if that was already in the works at the time that they filmed this and they're just like hey let's go ahead and just do that <laughs> yeah I, I was thinking of how they do is what the the puppet one i was thinking of it's not really oh, a puppet okay. it's a marionette but or a uh a talkie. <laughs> what what does Jeff Dunham use? Uh, ventriloquist. Ventriloquist. Dummy. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, yeah. So that was a cool episode. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, besides the very basic nature of like, huh? Eight blocks away, we have to find the person that was eight blocks away and not look for anyone that's playing baseball in their backyard at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, same with the yeah, football it, guy. I was like, really? Come on. Um, 
you know, it was it was a good one. I don't know if I had as much fun with this one, probably yeah. because I was just getting flashbacks to the <laughs> fucking time I worked for them. But uh, yeah, no, it, it was a fun, you know, still fun. Poor, yeah. and she still feels just bad for Herman there at the end. This episode felt really fast, too, for me. I, I know did. it was the same length, but it just felt really fast because it, I don't know why. It, and I, because I think they added stuff in because they didn't have enough at the time either. So I think that's where we got the whole upside down cake from and stuff like because that served no purpose. That scene no. served zero purpose except for maybe telling you where Eddie and Herman are. But you could have just jumped cut to them You're like, all right, Eddie. So baseball didn't work out. So maybe we'll do this. <laughs> and then, and that, was <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know a good couple episodes again uh, back to back a little, so, a little something in your field a little something of uh my f- field i used to be in unfortunately against yeah. my will uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was pretty cool um do we got any extra stuff for this one um i know you said some so is that it i uh, yeah, i read them all off awesome um have we got any last words then dude before we I... Don't track down things that hit you in the face. <laughs> and, uh, Where'd this quarter come from? Oh, where's the nearest bank? <laughs> it must have come from there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I look forward to uh, uh, everyone joining us uh, next week as we talk country club monsters and love comes to Mockingbird Heights. Dun dun dun! Yeah, where we meet new family member, I believe. As I'm reading the synopsis here, yes, we do. Here. <laughs> so, yes, we do. So yeah, um, with that said, then guys, uh, do check us out on their socials at the Monstercast and uh, email us um, for any any reason that you feel the need to uh, at the Monstercast at Outlook.com. I need to find a better way to say send these us things. your uh, upside down cake recipes. Dun dun dun. We still, I think I got one person that sent us something about what's in the bag, and that's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, send us your upside down cake recipes or any upside down recipe. And remember, Grandpa killed the invisible man. With that said, everybody. We will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father. You can be black or yellow or white. It doesn't matter. What does matter is the size of your heart and the strength of your character.